0: Hey, I'm Chris. And this is Brad. And you're listening to Esports Morning. All right, so we're recording, this will be episode 6, uh, to go out on January 11th in the morning. Um, Brad, how's it going, man?
1: I mean, we're recording this in the morning, so naturally I'm sitting here, uh, warm in my house, uh, with a, yeah. uh, with a little uh, help me
0: along here. And and not not plastered on bourbon, right? <clears throat> no, no, never. We would never record anything <laughs> plastered on. <laughs> mm.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. Uh, never in any case, um, I'm coming off a little bit of a, of a little well, something, something a little, sounds uh, like uh, a little something, something there. Yeah. So, um, we're going to, we're going to make sure I think that we stick to the time allotted for this one. Okay. Um, because otherwise I will be up coughing all night. I think, um, I
1: think it's pretty straightforward sort of, you know, I think it's pretty straightforward where we want to go on this one, but I mean, you're going to have to lead a lot of it. <laughs> so, cause I mean, goodness sakes, Overwatch League announcement has been so long ago.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, we'll get into it. Yeah. All right. First things first. Today's the been, first old,
1: th- today's been having a lot of news. Like, a bunch <laughs> of things happened today. ESEA, like, throughout this timeline of... Oh, we knew we've been hacked since late November or late December, and now we're we're telling everyone what's up with this. Turnbull basically rent his garments in the middle of like ESCA forums today. It was ridiculous. That whole post was insane. Basically going through the past two weeks of ESCA trying to like patch like vulnerabilities and trying to figure out with this one hacker that apparently got the entire copy. Of what was available to him, which was everyone's salted passwords, uh, along with email addresses and other i I consider the personal information for people in Counter Strike, like their Steam IDs and uh, where you know what city they registered from, and um, tried to extort a hundred thousand dollars out of ESCA. Um, right. As a as a sort of bounty a bounty fee to show them where they went wrong with their security, it was an hmm. interesting uh, that was an interesting sort of post.
0: So what it ended up being like almost like a like a gray hat. I guess
1: hack? I don't know I don't know how like we don't have the actual like communication that wasn't disclosed. We knew that they were we knew that ESEA were in communication with this particular person. We knew the, the, the venue in which this communication happened was their um, bug bounty sort of like email address that, or, or communication venue that sort of exists out there for people to report okay. things that are wrong with their service. Like every other, you know, online service has, but I guess the moral of the story is it's online. It, it, it's going to get, you know, it's going to get, it's going to get hacked sometime
0: or another well it can it can i suppose it can that's i mean true. that's that's the axiom right is that you are your your existing you're either existing pre hack or post hack like you're you're one of the two and it's it's inevitable i mean of course, yeah I, mean, I it, suppose that's the case it often comes down to just sloppy code or somebody thinking that like some security via obscurity will be good enough in a particular situation and it ends up not being good enough
1: given ESEA's um, um history with um uh, exploiting its users for bitcoins and other things like that
0: that's the latter seems more likely well here here's yeah i mean here's the thing like none of the people that were involved like in in running ESEA Prior to its acquisition by ESL, um, are still running the thing, or even still involved, like that whole crew of just like, like, um, obnoxious crapheads that were like, you know, LP King specifically, yeah, right. like I, that that one video where they use that that guy's like with the Down syndrome brother King. who had Down syndrome, um, yeah. you know, in 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 advertising, just like. <laughs> Um I'm pretty sure that basically when when it when it was sold off like all of those people made a, a were you know either decided to or were nudged towards the exit i um, imagine were were gently nudged slash yeah, directed kinda, towards the exit based on it.
1: something right <laughs> i mean like putting putting your down syndrome brother in a Come, come the fuck on, right? I mean, like, let's.
0: I mean, I mean ESL, if we're going to get
1: highbrow about your matchmaking potential, let's compare it to Valve for one thing. Yeah. Don't compare it you know, to other services.
0: Like, ESL is a corporate enough entity that they wouldn't put up with that sort of no, nonsense. No, 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 right? no. They shouldn't. And so, but, you know, so beforehand, like, basically at, at this point, um, Trevor Schmidt of of Gottfrag fame and and. and and dota buff et cetera yeah is is basically managing the e s c a platform at this point okay um but uh it it's when you acquire something like that, it's hard to especially if basically there's there's really aside from perhaps a coder, I don't know if like the the main guy who's working on the app is even still with them or if it was basically entirely handed off or or whatever. But when, uh, you know, it's always a a danger with acquired systems that you you really don't have any sense of a, a, a real firm grasp of corners that were cut or, you know, things that may have been done in an expedient manner. And the only time you become aware of them is when they're exploited and all of your shit is just everywhere on the Internet.
1: Right. I mean, um, speaking
0: of acquired systems, I mean we've got Azubu requiring uh, hitbox this
1: week also. It was the thing that happened uh uh on Tuesday this week. It was ai I don't know if it was a unexpected sort of acquisition, but it, like I didn't think Azubu <laughs> had it in them at this point. I thought that Azubu was sort of like down for the count, like we tried very hard with this uh with this uh, exclusive uh, legal LCS player, you know, streaming contract thing, and it didn't work out for us, you know, very well. Yeah, well I mean, in the
0: long run. wasn't wasn't that a recent story that they basically weren't paying? Well, that
1: was the people? idea that the uh, the recent story was that Azubu was not, you know, paying up. But that's been a thing for you know, off and on, depending on which organization you are. I imagine that I think that a lot of the contracts weren't getting renewed this year based on some of, you know, uh, the, the recent news that Azubu wasn't paying. But okay. for the fact that they had, uh, like, I don't know if Hitbox just undervalued themselves that far or they thought, or maybe Azubu has, like, a bunch of cash from some employ, like, you know, a bunch of cash laying around from employees that are not paying anymore. Um, cause you know, they've had some executives leave the company to run other things that have, you know, now since failed like Jason Katz and, but they still have a bunch of employees over there at Azubu trying to create some sort of content. I imagine. Did you happen to is, read
0: that LA times piece on Azubu? Uh, I actually didn't read the LA times piece. Oh, I'm bummer. Sorry. Shit. Well, I've been meaning to, well, I've been meaning to also, but I, I didn't give it get a chance because the, the la times is as it turns out extremely aggressive about content blockers um, uh, oh goodness well i mean fuck them then but uh, i read, <laughs> I did read the uh, the
1: the uh, the venture beat piece which is okay. essentially uh overviewing what the deal was there was an undisclosed sort of acquisition for hitbox but in turn that they were going to merge the Azubu Hitbox brand into something new and launch it in early 2017 is what the understanding is. So maybe this is the mythical... Well, uh,
0: because because like, both those brands are basically not worth the paper they're printed on, so... I mean, like,
1: Hitbox is... The, the idea behind Hitbox was it was supposed to be this alternative to Twitch, where if you got banned from Twitch, you could just go right over to Hitbox because they basically had, like, no con- no content policy for their partners. There was a lot of streamers that got banned from Twitch for whatever reason. Um, make up your own reason, really, um, for abusing their content policy. They would go over to Hitbox and stream over there. In a lot of cases, you got you ended up with some sort of partnership program. It was a lot easier to get over there because there was a lot less money involved. It was based purely on who would spend money on advertising over there. And it would be more of a quick return more than any like a like a serious investment sort of return. So it's not like you see the the, the partners on Twitch are, you know, they're doing commercials for big, you know, endemic brands and in, in, in computing and gaming. Whereas the, the hitbox folks are just sort of like, we're in our own little corner doing whatever we want and uh it doesn't matter if we know maybe we're boob streamers and we got, you know, half our cleavage hanging out on on stream. It's, it's not sexual, whatever, you know, fight me, IRL, stuff like that. <laughs> um, but it was a sort of refuge for a lot of Twitch streamers that were banned. And it's still sort of like that, but it's also EU based. So it's a lot better. It may have been a better viewing experience for smaller like events or smaller, brands or smaller streamers across the pond that maybe we're deal maybe we're used to you know over here where it's basically twitch or i guess azubu kind of sort of until lately um or maybe even youtube for that matter so
0: yeah just it it's weird to me that and i mean i guess when wouldn't when, when you're in that position you're just and and you're in startup mode you you just you always just take the path of least resistance and that until really you does run define a Zubu
1: they're like yeah. they're like always in startup mode because it seems like they never cat they never caught on they tried to like originally it looked like they did, but like ultimately twitch beat them out with uh, yeah either I mean, just like just supreme offering of. Um, partner capabilities or just the revenue capabilities that Twitch has on its platform compared to Zubu's, which was, you know, you got contracted into exclusivity and you just streamed there. It it seemed like to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've been a part of a couple companies that have been in that mode for extended periods of time. That's what they look like. My, my current company excluded. Um, But my, my like previous two gigs, before were both, um, uh, were kind of one was a kind of I guess quote unquote late stage startup and one was an early stage where it's just a constant, um, you know, scrapping for your life at, at every at every turn and you know you the outward appearances is that you're trying to make it look like everything's part of this grand strategy and that in the end. You'll prevail and there's a lot of trying to play the press to to get you know if it's if it's positive mentions that's that's terrific but if you're in the press at all that's that's the point that sort of thing right and you know nobody even even if you know you reach a point you reach a point like two to three years into that cycle where especially if you have taken on a whole bunch of um uh, uh, if you've if you've done a lot of hiring if you've done a lot of acquisitions and things like that um and and you're still hemorrhaging cash that the there there is a point where the press starts to turn turn on you and be like you know at, at some point are they ever going to do anything worth their you, worth our time yeah you have to you have to you have to find something that that it you have to find bedrock you have to find something that's going to actually sustain the the business and the company that you've built uh, otherwise it looks like you've just been building a a a company with other people's money for years that um you know gets <laughs> gets sold to your to your leading competitor for uh pennies um yeah. in in one case so I,
1: mean, I guess that's one thing we could say that azubu didn't do which is straight up sell out to twitch or or google well, for that matter but yeah. i imagine google would never be interested in azubu um, I imagine, I'm not, that, well, I imagine uses, that I mentioned that I mentioned that external parties like you know Afrika or or like you know some random streaming company from out in China would be more interested, or more or, or another social media ch- uh, company out there in China would be more interested than you know in a ZUBU than like the likelihood that a ZUBU would end up acquiring of the company and get like another year to try really hard to you know get some sort of you know stable foothold in the
0: streaming yeah, business perhaps I, I don't know i but my feeling around the the sort of gaming streaming media space is that it's like in the early days when like DIY streaming was in its infancy and there was not a level playing field in terms of the the technical capabilities of different platforms and and et cetera. absolutely um you know, it that's that it's it's different it was a different story then. Um you know, where where you could you could come onto the scene and you could you could kind of, you know, challenge Twitch. There was a time where you could have challenged Twitch just basically on on technical merits and, and that's and what MLG tried to do.
1: Remember MLG TV <laughs> tried to yeah. compete with Twitch uh, just for the basis of hey we're running our own events why wouldn't we why wouldn't we run our own broadcast you know you no
0: know, service well because I think they were they were almost a little late and like well of course they were their, late the, the problem platform, was they were super their platform pl- was closed and so it was always going to yeah. it was always going to be a matter of they they were seeding the sort of network effect advantage. Over time to yeah. Twitch, and that's why it never that that never panned out. Like Even they though, wanted
1: to get all the Call of Duty people over there to you know potentially attract everyone else to say, hey, maybe we should just stream over here because you know uh, maybe the maybe the business deal is better over here for professional yeah, teams from as, other sports, but it as was we just all the Call of Duty now. teams.
0: As, well, and as we all know now, the Call of Duty community likes to talk a lot of shit on Twitter, and that's about it. So that's um, basically Twitter and YouTube <laughs> is basically the Call of
1: Duty. I mean, like,
0: and I so mean, my my point that I was trying to that I was that I'm wrong. I'm I'm just painstakingly getting to is Sorry. that now today no don't apologize now today the 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 context is different in that. The, the technical all the all the technical stuff around um around producing your own stream is it, it you know equipment's getting cheaper the know-how is more widespread um and the sort of the the, the platform itself like the stream the, the, you know streaming itself is quickly becoming a commodity i don't know i'm not sure if it's it's there yet but just the notion of um, we're a streaming platform and and our streaming platform has these technical qualities, A, B, C, and D, well, yeah, so does everybody else. And and maybe there's there's differences in edge latency, but in the end that's not gonna that's not gonna make or break your 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 business um that, that you've built on top of it. Like the the thing that is going to unseat Twitch's dominant place is going to be in terms of networking with, you you know, uh, and 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 enticing already well known and established and entrenched people that that have humongous followings, and right. it, you know the only way you're going to get get those people away from Twitch is to throw gobs and gobs and gobs of money at them because if you don't you know just being like oh we have this cool new platform and it does this one or two things you know differently than twitch and it just scratches a little itch that's not going to outweigh the the idea that everybody goes to twitch first to to watch gaming content and and like the network effect that's becomes there.
1: synonymous with watching games online it's not just you know it's not just youtube right. channels for one particular game it's I just
0: go to Twitch and I just watch whatever's yeah, on the front page sometimes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, like the the you know the the most significant thing in this space that I think has happened recently. And correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I think I remember seeing it announced that YouTube gaming is going to have like was it ESL Pro League matches? Exactly
1: where I was going to go next with it, man. Like that's the rumor right now is that. Is that uh, WESA, which is the WESA, which is this uh, uh, EU uh, supergroup sort of player slash team owner slash really a team owner organization that's like the PEA, but actually is successful at this point, from all we know, they've apparently negotiated some sort of partnership with YouTube Gaming over exclusively streaming the next season of ESL Pro League. And the way they're able to do that is ESL right. is the only um, partner, um, only like tournament organizer that's partner with the partner with Visa at this point because it's basically an ESL joint. Um, I mean, more or less, we, we get the semantics of all that stuff at another time. But I mean, like the idea is that YouTube Gaming is going to be uh, has always lined itself up to be the alternative to Twitch over this past year with how they've rebranded the gaming app and or, or at least, like, the gaming interface with how you interact with YouTube, it's meant to f- you know, focus more on the live streaming people, which is how you see um, the YouTube streamers that have been banned from, like, we talked about how hip-hop streamers were basically, you know, banned from Twitch. Now it's YouTube streamers were banned from Twitch, but now they have, you know... Substantial uh, offline uh, video capabilities in, in the way of their YouTube channel, like the Zoe Berger uh, girl, who is basically got banned from Twitch for being essentially a booby streamer. But uh, <laughs> YouTube gaming, like her, her YouTube channel's grown huge based on the fact that she switched from streaming all the time over there, now she streams over here. And she's able to you know, post-produce content in the same place that she streams on. And it's sort of become this massive thing for her. Not just, I mean, if you can imagine, sure. you know, like a woman with tits, like streaming. Like, imagine what that could do <laughs> for uh, like, a, like, a, like a single channel sort of thing. Like uh, the EPL is supposed to be this next season. Like, that could be a huge thing to consolidate all of the video that, 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 a, that a organizer is supposed to, like, produce and put it in one place where it was already putting all of the VODs for that match, you know, for the matches that they would play, you know, traditionally on YouTube anyway, because just yeah. everyone's on YouTube, right? Everyone looks at YouTube to go to watch videos. Why not stream there at the same time? It must have been some sort of business decision that clicked, like in the past three or three or six months or so, that YouTube is just like, we're gonna offer some ad money to these people, and they're right. gonna be floored as fuck. And then so- the next <laughs> the next step is
0: obviously uh, offering exclusivity. Well, I mean, pulling it back to Zubu and kind of, I jumped ahead there, but yeah. Well, no, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just. It, 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 uh, I, I think it was a fine place to go, because in the end, like with that picture painted, I think that like there are specific areas where yes, Twitch has not been, um, on their game. They've been fiddling with these things like cheers and is that what they're called? Yeah, um, cheers and bit, bits and cheers, bits. And yeah, the, like the premium c- currency you buy to fucking, turn into cheers. Come on, guys,
1: come on. Like it's just meant to. It's just meant to use your Amazon account to buy stuff. what well, like, while well, meanwhile instead of your PayPal
0: account. Meanwhile, YouTube is trying to just destroy you at your own game, um, and and. It, you know, but anyway. So how how this pertains to Azubu and how they carve out a space for themselves that's sustainable and that, you know, can can keep them afloat long term. What well, what does that leave you? The, I mean, it, I mean it's, I, it really seems like the only the only people that can go toe to toe with Twitch because they have both the what you just mentioned, like. The, the the easy tie in with a YouTube channel and that that's that sort of just frictionless um, all in one package that they can bring. You know, Azubu, you you don't you don't have that. You don't have like that that killer thing that can be like, okay, yeah, I can monetize all this stuff. Yeah, in one place, in one package with you, with you guys, and I don't have to worry about it so much. And there there are built in network effects within YouTube as a whole, and uh, you know that that can you know perhaps not replace fully at this time what what you get just out of the the intense network effect around ga- you know gaming and esports content in particular that you get on Twitch, but like if you're not Twitch or YouTube, like where at like i don't i don't see where where the sort of the gap is that you can kind of squeeze yourself into and get some leverage against you know the, the that that entire um that entire picture i mean
1: it's it, got to be it's got to be super difficult right
0: like at, at
1: this point like if Azubu is not pointing themselves to potential esports and saying hey Stream over here. I mean, we'll share so, some revenue so with what's you. So,
0: like, why? You know, so in in that in that sort of esports streaming worldview, why does buying Hitbox make any sense? You're not wrong. I don't understand the whole Hitbox purchase myself.
1: Like, like how does I, that? I imagine how does it that must be better. Like, I, I, ma- I imagine guys. it must be like some sort of like super easy way that Hitbox has to stream. Because I know it's literally like, it's, it's as simple as, to stream on Hitbox is as simple as streaming on Twitch. You give it an API username and key that you generate and you can just stream there with a lot of uh, streaming clients that are out there. Like, uh, you, can, you can OAuth it straight into infiniscene and I know that works that way. You can, put it, you can plug it straight into OBS and it also works that way. Um, I'm not familiar with, you know, the ones you have to pay for, like, f- whatever it's called. Um, oh, shit. I've forgotten the name. You have to pay for it, so I just don't think of it anymore. <laughs> Split thing.
0: Oh, X-Split?
1: Yeah, that's right. I just... I mean, they put on the fucking sale for the lifetime license like every other day, and it's just like I'm not gonna pay a hundred bucks to you guys to stream on the internet. I'm just gonna use something that's free right now, like OBS, that's gonna be yeah. free forever. But it doesn't matter. I mean, like, like I don't see how the the Hitbox, like this merger that they're purporting to do, I don't see how it benefits Azubu at all. They're going to rebrand Azubu into this thing too, right? They're going to completely throw away what they have up to this point to come up with something completely different. It's going to be such a long-term play that we won't be able to like understand what it's going to actually do.
0: Well, uh, you know, yeah. Long-term, but long-term to what? Like, I don't
1: like long-term for like this year. Like if we don't know what it's going to, if we don't know what hole it's going to fill between, but between now and the end of the year, uh, between now and realistically fall of this year, if we don't know if it doesn't fill like some sort of obvious hole between now and then, it, it's failed. Oh, that's and... what she said.
0: Um... <sighs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh... while I uh... <sighs> it's been it's been that kind of it's been that kind of evening. I don't know if you've been watching the twitters. But, it's actually uh... the morning, but uh, come on now, right? Sorry, More Well, you know, twenty four hours uh yeah okay yeah
1: okay let's hit this uh overwatch kind of, thing real quick kind of wanna, begging for it if you want to if you want to get into it
0: i don't think we have the time we might I mean, have to save it we might have to save it for next time shit. i think it's yeah i think it's it's ripe enough that um just i think there's enough runway there that we could probably we could Man. we could fill most of an episode with it if we're um, gonna if we're gonna talk about the overwatch
1: thing next time let's actually <coughs> i mean like shit I I tried to I tried to play it in there. I was gonna jump in, and you were like on oh, these
0: all these points. No, I'm no, just no, like, no that's Shit! It's you, know, it's you know that's that's what that's what happens. That's what happens at showbiz. We'll we'll save it for next time. Yeah, 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 and I don't mean to make all this extra
1: editing work for you, but I mean, I uh, I will probably not. I edit tried this so hard. Oh, you all. probably won't, <laughs> dude. <laughs> just do what I do and just like edit for like. Edit for like silent spaces, like, you know, like if you import both these tracks in Audacity and you merge them together after you get them timed up right and you could do this thing that's called truncate silence. And it's the best thing you can like set it to like, you know, third of a second and then it'll just like it'll zap it.
0: Hashtag ship it. Hashtag ship
1: it. You know, go for face and everything.
0: Well, that's. I think that's where we'll leave it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode where we will get to talking about that new Overwatch League. We'll probably talk about um, also uh, some of the Valve class actions and, and what's happening there. Also, yeah. Um, we'll preview yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, there's there's some interesting and or weird stuff going on there. Um, yeah. Absolutely. That, that'll be juicy. All right. Uh, well, that that's it for this week. Like I said, uh, we'll catch you next week. You can uh, catch Brad on his uh, solo podcast, also lowercase esports. Look him up there. Uh, yep, bcar.me
1: slash podcast. Yeah.
0: Thanks Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, we will catch you next time. I'm Chris. And I'm Brad. And this has been Esports Morton.